and welcome back to another episode of G'day NBA, home of the triple dribble where there is consistent banter and we take ill-advised shots. Before we start today's podcast, we would like to thank our sponsor, Boxed Out Breaks. Boxed Out Breaks is a reputable card-breaking company here in Australia. Run and owned by a Celtics diehard, Aiden Breaks Monday to Fridays nightly at a very reasonable price. Card breaking is an affordable way of collecting basketball cards with the chance of hitting rookie autos, veteran autos, game-worn jersey patch cards, and many more cool inserts. Be sure to check them out on Facebook, and don't forget to box out. Joining me again today is Brado. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How you going? Good, good. Good working week so far. Yeah, well, never a good working week, but... Yeah, it's been good enough. Run with it. We did <laughs> we did miss last week's podcast just due there ha- hadn't been a lot of content. There is the continuing saga of uh, the beef between Daryl Morey and James Harden, which continues to rear its ugly head. Yeah, which I thought was strange because I thought they were the, bo- the boys. You know, they, they were they were, they were apparently the boys, and then yeah, yeah Harden no, coming out and calling me calling me a liar, and that he would never be a part of an organisation run by him. Yeah, well, this is where I always thought, again, just to quickly touch base on Ben Simmons, but does this make his situation any better? Because now it's the second All-Star that's going for the same situation. With and with Maury. Yeah. I know, obviously, Ben took it way too far, and there's a lot of people out there that disagree with it. And I still I disagree as well, but at the same time, I think he copped a lot of flack that he shouldn't have. Well, he did, and Harden has actually come out and said that he won't he won't play if it gets to the start of the season. So Well, that'll be very it'll, interesting. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. And then and then what happens to Embiid? Yeah. You know, then he's losing his another star. He's gone back to sort of where he was at before and he obviously wants to win a championship. So he's Well, he's in his prime. Yeah. Like and he's given everything to that organization. So Maybe to the Celtics. <laughs> wouldn't argue. Well, is Chris Tapps gonna play? You know, there's yeah, there's plenty yeah, of questions well. to be asked there. Also, nothing has happened on the front of Damian Lillard and the the trade to Miami. Yeah, well, that one's a hard one. I think Portland uh, set in their ways of what they want, but so is Dame. So neither party wants to really figure out an easier way of doing something. So they're just like, no, we're not, this is what we want. And that's how it's Both parties be. sticking pretty solid yeah, at the moment, aren't solid, they? I think, yeah. yeah. Anything else really catching your eye in, in the NBA? Uh, not really. Again, like you said, it's the off-season, so it's really slow. But I'll tell you what, I'm really excited for the season to start. Um, going yeah. off last season, just how well-rounded – the NBA as like a whole with all the teams' competitiveness. Obviously, you got your, your bottom-tier teams that are rebuilding or something, but I just like the fact that it's not two or three, maybe four teams that are your clear people that are going to get to it, like when it was the Golden State-Cleveland era. Yeah. It was great basketball to watch, but it wasn't the best time to be any other fan of a team rather than the Warriors or the Cleveland uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers, yeah. yeah. And in, in saying that, the West is probably the most stacked they have been in ages. Like, yeah. there's six teams that I reckon could win the, the Western Definitely. Conference final. I think it was, last year was maybe the first time that maybe the East was more strong in, in like, a, the number of teams. Obviously, the Denver Nuggets were just a tier above everyone else. Yeah. But in the way of all the teams... I think we, East was better, but West this year is just so strong. Yeah, it's stuck. So, yeah, it, it will make for an interesting year. So, luckily, we do have some ball to watch, though, at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah. With the FIBA World Champs that have been underway, and we've been cl- keeping a close eye on our boomers. In saying that, it's shown, uh, it was in the warm-up game, was it against Brazil, where Jock Langdale went down? 
Yeah, I think it was. I'm ne- yeah, I'm near certain it was against Brazil. Uh, he went down, who, he, like, he would have been our starting five with Reith, Duop Reith as the backup centre. And the fact that Langdale has twisted his ankle and he's out for this World Cup, the games, I ha- like, I've watched all of them, but watching Reith in those games, he's doing a job, but we're really missing that other big out there. So you got either. Nick Kay or Xavier, Xavier Cooks. Cooks being yeah. pushed from the four to the five. Yeah, they're like a stretch play- four rather than a five. Yeah. But can still play it if you're playing fastball. But the thing with fastball when you're playing a small team is you need to have shooters. And we've got Paddy Mills and Joe Ingalls who are known for their shooting. But other than that, our NBA stars is like Dyson Daniels, Josh Giddy, Josh Green. Um, Nick Kay's not too has an ugly shot, but he's, he can knock down shots every now and then. But again, you need to if you're going to run that small ball, you need to really have good shooters around because that's the only way. Or fast, well, you know, and get out steals that, and get out. That guy that was a bit of a spokey was uh, Chris Gilding, who plays in the NBL as yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and he went down injured. Yeah, right. in, in, in one of the warm up games, he's so. he's a good good player that never you know made it to the NBA. He's obviously really good in the NBL, but yeah. The one thing I do like, it's a totally different type of basketball, the FIBA World Cups. Like from like the actual way that they play the game, it's so different. Completely different style, isn't it? Well, yeah. yeah. Unless you're like a, a Slovenia who's got that NBA sort of all-star caliber player like Luca, then a lot of the time it's like team basketball, which is, I reckon, the way to, the way to go. But yeah, I guess when you've got talents in the leagues as such as like Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, like Tatum, LeBron, all those guys that can do amazing stuff one out. It's it, that's still nice to watch, but it's, yeah, it's just it's just refreshing to see a different type of basketball every now and then. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So we will do a quick recap of the game versus Finland. It was a slow, sluggish start from the boys, where they did look disjointed. Things weren't really clicking. Shots weren't falling. Um, Against, you know, a decent Finland team led by Laurie Markkinen. Yeah, Laurie was killing us. Yeah, he was torching us. But I w- as I was watching the game, I was thinking he's played pretty much the whole first oh, half. Yeah, I was yeah. like, he's going to he's gonna tie. He's not used yeah, to this sort of role. Yeah, that's going to wind him down. Yeah, and that showed in the second half where it just completely flipped, where everything was starting to connect with us. Yeah. Shots were falling. Um, yeah. Paddy Mills is I, I love Paddy in the in the Australian jersey. He just there's certain players like even um, we'll, we'll probably talk about it in a second. But there's certain players that you know they do their job in the NBA, but when they come back and play for their country, you can just see all right. That's the reason why they're in the NBA because they're just so good. Like Schroeder torched us the other night. Torched us, and, and we will we, we will touch you know, on being that a Celtic a supporter. We watched him, and he, he did have like moments like that. Even had moments like that for Lakers last year. Yeah. Um, but when they come to the country, they, they play for their country. They, they've got all the attention, all the ball, and you can just see the reason why they're in the NBA. Yeah, 100%. And, like, yeah, as yeah, we will get onto that, but it, he put Germany on his back yeah, in, in that game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we did have a, that first game. We ended up running away and winning convincingly by 26 points. So yeah. that, that was a good start. The game versus Germany, um, we always knew this was going to be the hardest hardest game in the pool. For sure, but I, I still had great confidence in the lads to get there. But yeah, well, I did bef- before the game. Mo Wagner, who's 
uh, sorry, not Mo, Franz Wagner, who's the better Wagner out of the brothers, was ruled out. He didn't. He didn't actually play. Yeah, well, the, and he's he's, n- he's an all star type. Yeah, he player. played really well last year in the NBA. Yeah, really so well. the fact he was out gave me a bit more confidence. But you still got the likes of Schroeder, um, Daniel Tice, yeah, who we've watched another closely. Another Celtics. Yeah, another Celtics that we watched closely. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a back and forth game where it was tight. He got some nice blocks too that game against us. Yeah, and yeah. That's that one what, was on Giddy. I'm pretty sure too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Giddy went to the yes, basket, thought yeah. he was had an open layup, and yeah. then Tice so come from behind and recovered. Wow, so good. He did. And I think that's where we got beaten was we were significantly outsized. Um, you know, just yeah. as soon as Reith went off and we had, uh, yeah, we had Cooks playing the five. Yep. And, you know, you had Mo Wagner and Tice out there the same yeah, time. Yeah, They're two big bodies. It's, yeah, it's Which hard. I thought when they named the team, even with Jock, I still thought, you know, we're, we're really pushing it for big guys, but it's kind of nice that Embiid's not playing for France and, oh, he's not playing, is he? Nah, well, I think he's Cameroon, but he, oh. you're not wrong though, because he had like some el- eligibility thing because they're not making it where he could potentially play for yeah, yeah. USA or France. So he could play for USA There too. was some sort of citizenship rule around, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. That's a whole can of worms. He like, can't, yeah, yeah, he's definitely not American. Nah, he should definitely not. not be playing for that. No. But especially when they've got the, ta- the pool of talent that they can choose from, which, again, like you can see. I probably wouldn't pick him. A lot of people were talking this American team down, but they're well, killing it. The other controversy thing is Paolo Banquero playing for USA and not Italy as well. There was a huge uproar about yeah, that. Yeah, but is did he grow up in... America. He seems more American than Joel Embiid. He does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, easily. So like, I think if you've at least got, again, I don't know Joel's like family history or whatever, but if you've at least got one of your parents from one of the countries, I think you should be able to choose between yeah, the two. Dual citizen. Yeah. Yeah. And Completely obviously, you. once you choose, you have to stay with that team, and that's it. Like Kyrie and um, with America and yeah. Australia. Yeah. Could which, have played for both. Which he came out and said, I, I, chose I, I, I wish chose I did. Yeah. In saying that, and this is off topic to basketball, but there was a league player called Brad Thorne who represented Australia in league, switched codes over to Union, then played for the All Blacks, like New Zealand All Blacks in Union. Well, and that's a loophole if yeah, you ask me. Like, yeah. you can get away with that because it's not the same league. And I'm not I sure. I just don't like yeah. it if it's the same league, you know. It's yeah. like, what's going on? Yeah, Definitely. Um, so yeah, I think that, sorry, we went a bit off topic there, but yeah, it was a costly fourth quarter. There was a few late turnovers, one from Paddy, um, where Schroeder was hitting them down the other end. Paddy turned it over and yeah, they end up winning 85, 82. Dennis Schroeder being the player of the game, having himself quite the night, 30 points and eight assists in yeah. 32 minutes, which yeah. He's so quick. So quick, dude. Like so quick. He, he is a liability on the defensive end. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, which we watched. He's still, look, when I, I reckon the liability thing with defense is that obviously a point guard is going to be a, li- a liability no matter what. You can't switch certain unless you're like a Marcus Smart who can who can defend all positions. There's not many of them. Drew, Drew Holiday, of, yeah. There's there's not many. Well, even again, these this day and age, LeBron's a buddy defense liability. You know, yeah. I don't know if it's just because he's getting older or whatever. Like, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like because it is a team sport, you need to figure out what your team is. If you have no lo- uh, defense liabilities, like the Celtics had last year, we could or the year before, we could have anyone switch, and that's why our defense was so great. Like we had guys that could um, guard from. If you were a point guard, you could guard all the way up to the five spot, 
and yeah. Marcus Smart showed that. But at the end of the day, it is a team sport. So you've just got to make sure you either switch or you get through the screens to make sure that you aren't accidentally on a player that you shouldn't be. And that's what the offense is trying to do. So you just got to play better defense, I guess. So Definitely. Um, and this, this will come out Wednesday morning. So the game between the Boomers and Japan will have already been won by the Boomers. Yeah, run, hopefully. <laughs> run and won. Well, it is in Japan too, this game. It's in so Japan. Um, we will be we staying up win. for it. We have to win. Have to um, win. Which would take us over to the side, which will look likely for a, a quarterfinal against Slovenia. Luka Doncic, yeah. the man we've been talking about. Also the team that we beat for the um, bronze medal in the Olympics. So it could be not a grudge match, but, you know, they wouldn't have forgotten that. Yeah, it's funny what a, a 10 does to Luca, doesn't it? He looks like he's shaved about 20 kilos yeah. off. He's looking like he's 18 again. I know. Um, but, yeah, he's he's a good player. He's a really good player. Um, he, he has his faults, like our mate Jimbo will say. Definitely has his faults, but there's a reason why he's the number one guy on, on an NBA team. He is good at what he does he is that good he's yeah. he is a generational talent yeah yeah sorry jim he's just um, slow and it's it's pretty cool when someone can slow the game like that and and still play like larry bird did it you can most of the time guys use their speed and quickness to get around on the court and get to the rim or get to their spot whereas it looks like luca is almost in that slow-mo, slow-mo but he can still get to what he needs to get to and do what he needs to do which is pretty incredible for someone I think I've heard a of, couple of his age yeah well i think i've heard a couple of people even say they call him the baby bird yeah right like reference to larry bird which yeah. is a bit of a, a note yeah there you go <laughs> not as good nowhere near as good. nowhere near nowhere near nah who knows he's yeah he's still got a long career long, ahead, long way but to go. yeah we shall see um so yeah we, we have to get the job done tonight um, I dare say they'll see it as a disappointment otherwise. Oh, definitely. Not making the quarters. Because they did have one of the easier pulls. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were talking about it before, I think it was Group A was quite an easy pull, we, which yeah, had yeah. Uh, the Dominican Republic, Italy, Angolia. And I can't think of the fourth team. Yeah, but, but it was the easier one. Because yeah. like, the way I see it is, is there's certain teams that uh, you got, even though we just had a look at it with the um, the – Bahamas team. Oh, yeah, for the um, potential yeah, 2024 like, line Normally, when we were growing up, there was like, it was like America. Then uh, your European teams. A couple like of Euro- Spain, yeah. Argentina. Spain, Argentina. When, uh, for Spain, it was the Gasol brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Germany. Germany's always been Germany's good always when Dirk was there. around. We've always sort of been around the mix, but obviously last, what was it? Just a tier behind, really. Yeah, just because... Again, we talked about it last one, but the, it's gonna be it's gonna change in the next like hopefully five to six years with all the growth that's coming out of the basketball and the youth in Australia. So hopefully, only good things to see. And we've 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 seen how many play, players are in the Australian team that are NBA now. All right, Thibault, Mills, Giddy, Josh Green, Langdale, even though he's not playing. Jack White, you could yeah, just Jack just Jack White and Duop Reith are both fringes. Yep, uh, Reith was playing summer league for the pl- Trailblazers. Paddy Mills, you said Paddy Mills. Yeah, I said Paddy. God, there's uh, Xavier Cooks, Cooks. Yeah, who just who's had playing a for Washington MVP season and then got into the NBA MVC, M- MVP season for the NBL. Yeah, and then that ended up getting him a spot in the team. I feel like uh, Joe Ingles is the other one. That Joe Ingles, yeah, is the so other one. yeah, we're not far off a, probably a full 10, team, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 to twelve. Yeah, of NBA players where it's crazy. Back, 
back like you know five or six or even seven years ago you had one to two actually probably longer than that i'm getting older than i think but about <laughs> back in high school there was lucky to be one nba player yeah like andrew gaze i think was the only bloke yeah and um, then yeah then patty when, when yeah then patty when he, when he finally come through and then you got joe and you got deli dover um all those kind of guys but Again, never like you know you had three players and the rest was NBL players and so it's good to see us get up there. But I think the whole world in general is starting to catch up. Like yeah. especially now that I think there's a lot of players that would have played for America, but now they want to have more shot at playing this, so they go and play for other teams that they're originally from. Or it's only yeah, it, well, it's only great for the game. So that Bahamas team that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So you've got uh, DeAndre Ayton, yep. Buddy Heald. And Eric Gordon, I believe. Oh, yeah, Eric Gordon. And then yeah. uh, the potential lineup to join them was Clay Thompson. Oh, this is going to fucking but kill But I me. swear Clay played for America, didn't he? Here it is. At one stage, or he's oh, never yeah. played for America. Yeah, yeah, he has. Again, I'm not entirely sure how the rules work around that. Yep. Sorry, I'm just getting, I'm getting it up because it's actually frustrating me. So I found it here. So the potential players that they could be taking, so 2024, that's, yeah, the next Olympics, Olympics in Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can have the the Mobley brothers, so both Evan and Isaiah yeah, Mobley, yeah. Naz Reed and Clay Thompson to be joining DeAndre Ayton, Buddy Heald and Eric Gordon. Yeah. That's that's a stacked team. Really good team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is the thing. When it comes to the Olympics, the American team – if they do really well here and they show everyone that they're really good, this team, which they are, they're all top tier guys in the NBA that's in this American team. They're just not the all-stars that they have available. They're, they're just not their best starting five that, yeah. they, that, so that they have to pick from. It just depends if um, America feels threatened by other teams after this FIBA World Cup. They might, you know, just bring in the big dogs. You've got your Tatum, your LeBron, you know. Booker, Durant, like Stack all it. these dudes that could play for America and the the B team almost is just plowing through teams. It's crazy, Like isn't it? New Zealand had a good start. I think the Harker scared the Americans a little bit um, in that first quarter. But then after that, it just looked too easy for them. While we're actually on this, I'm going to bring in um, one of the listener questions that I had lined up for later, but it, it will actually tie in well here. So our good friend Brocco, yeah, old Brock Joe, he goes uh, nothing Lakers related, <laughs> oh, which, is, which is nice. Nothing Lakers or Celtics, yeah, that's good. nothing, nothing there. But he said, "A USA a lock for the FIBA World Cup? Boomers are a juicy ten dollars before last night's game." So that was, oh god, that was back on Friday that I put out the the poll for questions. So, yeah. um, but a USA a lock, or oh, do you look at a team like Canada where they got SGA? Um, like, I think it would have been a lot closer if Jamal Murray was playing for Team oh, Canada. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. The fact he's out, not entirely sure. Um, yeah, so do you see USA being a lock? Yeah, or do you think Canada can, or potentially a team like Germany, I can just give feel them a run like for their money? With the American team, the only people that can beat them is themselves. Yeah. Like, they're just, they're just too good. Like, until you get a country that can put together a team where at least, because you think about it, the guys that are playing now are still starters. Yeah. You know what I mean? The guys that we have playing for Australia, Giddy, and I don't even think Paddy Mills is a starter anymore. Paddy's no longer a no, starter. No, no, no. So you've got Giddy as a starter. Dyson's not a starter. Matisse might be at the Blazers because they're pretty weak. Yeah. I yeah. think he still started every now and then yeah. for Philly. Outside of that, though. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. And yeah. that's like the other teams, like Germany, who we lost against, no but, starters. But it's not like we're playing a best of seven either. You know what I mean? So all yeah. you got to do, like you said... You just got to get that one game. You just got to get that one game where America do beat themselves. And, and, and you do have a look at their their lineups, like Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton. They can all shoot. Yeah, but they can all shoot. But what, they can all play. But they, what I'm getting at is here, none of them have had that Eastern Conference final or Western Conference final. Or, yeah, like yeah. no one's had that... High end, like big, big match game sort of Definitely, thing. Definitely, but Does I that think. Make sense? Uh, I, I, sorry, you go. I think the NBA games, like towards the end of the season, or if you come up against a big team, I think that intenseness, if that's a word, yeah, <laughs> is high, the high, the high intensity moment. Yeah, yeah, I think that's almost either bigger or better than a FIBA World Cup game. Yeah, if you know what I mean, because the the crowds that they would draw to that, the televised, yeah, you know, everything would just be a lot bigger. So I don't think that's the issue. I think it's the issue that like you were just saying, is they don't have that second chance. You know, you've got your quarterfinals, your semis, your final. That's it. You you know, do, you if you have win. one bad game, then that's it. You're done. And there's no, oh, it's all right. We've still got three games to make up. Or it's it's also like why I don't, I don't hate the loss that we had against Germany. Cause yeah. Like we would have learned a lot from that game. Definitely. I dare say would have done video sessions on little areas that, that they could improve on. I think Giddy didn't have a great game either then. Yeah. He had a lot of hype coming into this whole FIBA World Cup, not just from Australian supporters, yeah. but like everyone in general was saying that he would be one of the, the main players to watch. And I think he's just got a little bit of high expectations on him and it might be getting in him. But he looked really good in that first game against Finland. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he nearly posted a triple-double. Yeah, and he, he, he just didn't quite have it there with Germany and I'm not too sure what it was. But um, unfortunately, Giddy relies on... Playmaking, rebounds, you know, all that kind of stuff. Shooting and, and getting to the rim. Like, you can get to the rim. But, again, not having those bigs to draw away the defensive bigs out of that hole, it makes it a lot harder for him to drive to the rim and he's got to rely on his shot, which isn't his greatest attribute. Yeah. So Yeah, most definitely. As Yeah, he's been shooting. He can knock him down. Like, any NBA player can knock him down, but it's the consistency of knocking him down is what teams want, you know? It's not his strong point. Because you have that quick turnaround, you know, you can go down the other end and they could knock down a three, you come down, miss a shot, they come back down, knock another three, that's six points in a matter of 15, 20 seconds, you game, know. Game can change pretty quickly. Very quickly, so. Yeah. So, um, I guess we can talk about, you know, the disappointing team so far of the um, of the tournament, which would be France, who have already been eliminating after going yeah. 0-2, losing to Canada, which I'd say was expect not expected, yeah. Because they've still got a great team. They've got like uh, Nicholas Batum, Rudy Gobert, they got Fournier. A, yeah, Fournier. Like they've got some decent NBA players. Yeah, it, um, it, for sure. So the fact they lost to Canada, you're like, yeah, okay, wear that. But losing to Latvia without Chris Tapps Porzingis, like that's mm. yeah. Which just want to touch base on that. Um, this is gonna be a bit of a Celtics related thing. Yeah, but I am hoping, but I think, but I'm more hoping that. The Celtics, I don't know. I'm not too sure on how bad this injury is to stop him from playing here. I think the Celtics are just so scared with what happened to Gallinari. Great, yeah, great point. Because that was... Um, that was only last season, exact same yeah, situation. Yeah, it was a, that Euro basket Euro tournament. Cup. Yeah, yeah. so I'm hoping that he's okay and they're just using that as an excuse so that you know, Latvians out there don't get angry that he's not playing. But yes, just so he's fully prepped for the NBA. Just so he's fully prepped. There's no risk being taken because we've just we've just given away a lot for him. 
for him to go and play the FIBA World Cup and get injured and then not play the whole season like Gallinari did, that would just destroy the Celtics because we did <laughs> it would give fucking up a lot. ruin us. Like we gave so, up smart heart and soul for this bloke. Like yeah, yeah. They're putting a lot into him. So, so I'm, I'm hoping that that's what it is. I really hope it's not nothing serious. But again, it's he. Our sort of season relies on him being fit and fit for a long time. He stayed fit pretty well last year. Um, just hopefully he can carry it over to ours. So that's what I'm hoping with that whole Latvia. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's the whole situation. Again, I, I didn't watch the game, but yeah, well done, Latvia. That's Who a, else have they a got huge in that? Effort. In, in, in that pool. Latvia team. Oh, honestly, I don't think they've got any and like NBA players. I think it's just all Euro but players. So this is what I was talking about before with the different team, style of play. Yeah. Team basketball. T- team basketball. Team com- camaraderie. Yep. If there is a few of them playing together in the European leagues, like yeah, and that's the difference with all the other countries compared to America. Is that America are a little bit arrogant in the fact that they know that they can just put together a super team with ease. Yeah. So they don't really give a shit about playing together during the season or anything like that because they're like, oh, it's all right. We've got a we've got a, like a pool full of NBA stars we can pick from. We'll just chuck them together and they'll come out and flog everyone. They'll come out and but make it work. But when you have guys who have played in Euro leagues and all these other different leagues where they actually play together for long periods of time. It's just like chemistry. It's just like anything. Yeah. Same with the NBA. You can go with this big three that no one's ever seen together before, like the, the Phoenix Suns. And you see them from like well down in the pecking order yeah. in terms of betting. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. shit. They've just signed Bradley Beal to go alongside DeAndre, uh, not De- well, DeAndre Ayton, but to go mm. alongside Booker and KD. KD. Yeah. And automatically they just get boosted to like favourite, second favourite. But doesn't mean they've got team chemistry. Exactly. And how doesn't do mean you, they're going to gel. Exactly. How do you know that, that all three of them are going to play together? Which is, we're going off topic here again, but they just seem so ball-dominant players. Yeah. And I don't understand how a big three can be like a ball-dominant players. Like our big three, were when the 08 Celtics won, was, I don't know if you'd count Rondo in there, but it'd be like Ray Allen. Would be a big four somewhat. Yeah. But yeah, Rondo, Allen, Garnett, Garnett and Pierce. Pierce. All those players besides Pierce, Allen's a catch and shoot guy, right? So you, yeah. he he has Rondo to facilitate pass the ball around. Same with Rondo, he doesn't necessarily want to have the ball to score. He wants the ball in his hands to make other guys free to make their job easier. Paul Pierce was a bit of a you know could make his own shot kind of thing. But then you had Garnett, who's just a hard worker, um, you know, just the Marcus Smart kind of hustle, and that's what teams need they don't need three dudes that can give you 60 because it's not going to happen because they need the ball in the hand all the all game to go score that 60 each yeah you know so i look it's always cool to see how they go but i'm not the biggest fan of that kind of shit i'd I'd prefer to see you know get your couple of stars in different roles and then get your role players around them and then you can work off that and that means your star player can get more ball he can get into rhythm easier you know if you're trying to you don't know who to pass it to, then it starts to get a bit funny and it's like, oh, should I take this shot because KD's over there? And like he's due for a shot. He's due for yeah. a shot. And then, you know, yeah. you're just not playing your own game. So we went, yeah. down, we went down off the beaten that path was, there, didn't yeah, we? We started <laughs> well, talking about France being a disappointment. In a, in a roundabout way, France is a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And on the other scale, team that probably wasn't tipped to do much, uh, qualifying for their first FIBA World Champs, South Sudan, in their first World Cup game beating China. Like, I, I know it's not much beating China, but yeah. the fact that, yeah, there are... But China's, again, like, not not that small of a country. 
and they're starting to put a lot more money and time into sports over there now. Um, and they've just got this weird, hard sort of work ethic, the Chinese, you know. If once they start getting into something, it's just yeah. like work, 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 get good. So, um, And they're so secretive, so you don't know what the hell's coming out of that country sometimes. So yeah. for all we know, they could have NBA caliber players, but they just won't let them go play in the NBA. Yeah, like, I True. don't know if there even is any Chinese NBA players in, in the league at the moment. Let's have a quick look. Because you got uh, you had Yao Ming, obviously, Yao Ming. which is the biggest name ever, and China, it's qu- quite large in China. Houston None and of, yeah, James no. Harden is massive over there. Yeah, like huge in China. Huge. Yeah. None of the names here like ring a bell. Yeah, that, that so I've seen. I'll I will look into it though. But South Sudan end up beating them by twenty points, eighty nine sixty nine, yeah. which is yeah, which is a convincing. And win. who's is there any NBA p- caliber players in that team? Again, I've sort of been a little bit off the South Sudan. Uh, yes. Because we had a warm-up game against them, South Sudan, mm-hmm. leading into the tournament. And Wenyan Gabriel, that was on the Lakers roster last year, he was, oh, the, yeah, yeah. He was the backup to AD. Yep. He's he's there playing, and outside of that, I'm, yeah, again, I'm sorry if I am missing someone, but yeah, no yeah, one right. no one really stands out. Again, that, that poor country would probably have a lot of players, like the I'm pretty sure the Makers, like Thon Maker, and that would have been from South yeah. Sudan. Yeah. But yeah. instead... Chooses to play, Choose, for to play for Australia again because I don't know where he's gone ever since that big um oh against the big was it against Phil- the Philippines, Philippines. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah yeah that big flying yeah, kick that just there was no any anyone I haven't really heard too much about him since yeah then. no Sean I was telling me the other day he was like or he asked a question he's like why isn't Thon in the team I was like bro fucking taking the piss or what <laughs> and he was somewhat being serious yeah well and look, i was like i don't well, know where he's at or what he's doing but he wasn't a bad player yeah like at the time he kind well, of just fell off and the, that's what i said to sean i said like yeah i think he's past his dad I, I think i think i said to him i think he's over in the like china league or something because he wouldn't be he wouldn't be he'd be younger than delhi wouldn't he probably on i think he was maybe the same draft the class same. as marcus smart 2014 yeah right Anyway, again, yeah. we're just we're just making we're just shooting the yeah, shit, just at the shooting the shit at the moment. Yeah. So outside of that, we can talk about a few individual performances, like Luca doing what he does, putting Slovenia yeah. on his back, just put up a monster stat line. I know it was only against Georgia, but thirty-five, ten, and six, like it can't really be ignored. I do want to watch that. Obviously, you know what it's like being a dad. It's hard to it's, get it's time hard. to do that, anything that spare time is hard yeah. and then when the kids are settled well, and the, the in bed boom is at nine o'clock tonight which is that one very will, late that one me. i will be staying up yeah for. i have to but it's like i'm usually that's when i'm usually snoozing i reckon by that stage yeah so the boys better win because i'm staying up to watch them and i'll be off it if they don't and i've got to go to work tomorrow tired as fuck <laughs> for no reason I'm pissed off at the nah, that's yeah nah, the that, World Cup. that they will be winning i think there's too yeah. much pride in that team but yeah, just back on Luca. Like this is what he does. Whether it is for the Mavericks or whether it's for Slovenia, he's just yeah generational talent. But a guy that was in the NBA, I don't know. Lo- don't know if he is any longer in the NBA or not. Um, Rondé Hollis Jefferson in a losing team for Jordan against New Zealand, mm-hmm. um, putting up in forty three minutes, putting up thirty nine points, nine rebounds, and four assists. Wow! Yeah, they call, him, they call him the left handed Mumba. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so that yeah. that's also cool to see the the Kiwis. Um, yeah, well, s- see them get a win. How are they looking? Are they have they got another game in them to try and make it through, or are they yeah, sort of they do, but they well actually they played they got to play Greece. Mm. So 
Greece is still a good side, even without Giannis. They've played USA. They were comfortably beaten by about 20, 20 points, points in that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, but again, that's but nothing. There's, there's no reason why they can't beat Greece. Yeah, I think, again. They, again, that's just another one of those countries that have players that play with each other all the time. A fair few of them are in the NBL too. Yep. And I just, again, we were talking about it before, I just can't believe Steve Adams doesn't play for him. Like, he would be... So good for that team. Yeah, I know. So good, but obviously we were speaking that something happened with him and the New Zealand organisation and he just hasn't gone back since. Yeah. Must have been pretty bad, but if like, if it's to, you'd go, you know what, fuck yous, I'm not if coming it, to play. Yeah. If it was bad. You'd and get over it after You'd get over it after two, a couple surely. of years. You made millions and millions of dollars playing for the NBA. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just come back and represent your country? But he's a good guy. And seems like he's got a good personality and his head screwed on. So whatever it was, it must have been pretty fucking Must bad. have been, yeah, something yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Because, yeah, he seems like one of the nice guys. Well, he seems like one of the bad, not bad boys, but he seems like the strongest guy in the NBA. You hear a lot of players yeah, saying yeah, yeah. he's the strongest he's guy in the NBA. He picks up centres and moves them away yeah, when they try but to he fight se- his place. He seems like a really nice guy oh, at, yeah. at, at the same time. All of his interviews and stuff he does, he's, you know, just relaxed, happy, chilled. Yeah. I couldn't imagine he'd be the kind of person to hold a grudge unless it was really bad yeah but again we're sort of gone off track <laughs> so that well, we don't look, have a script we don't we don't really, we don't really <laughs> have to stick to a script at the moment because there's yeah not much on it's yeah. a very quiet time in the league um i was meant to bring it up before when talking about france i was listening to paul pierce's not paul pierce jesus paul george's podcast today yep. podcast with p yeah he said that um nicholas batum is retiring after this FIBA oh, yeah. world champs not just from National, but from the Clippers as well. Oh, wow. um, so, yeah. He had a good career at the Hornets too. Yeah, he was at the Hornets. Pretty much Hornets and Clippers, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. It's probably someone else before that where he... Jeez, it's making Maybe me feel got, old now. All yeah. these players are starting to retire. Yeah. <laughs> when LeBron starts to retire and then all that, you just go, Jesus. Oh, and no. then all the players that are good, like people that we look up to, like Tatum and fucking Brown, they're like six years younger than us. I know. They're like, oh, I'm a grown-ass man looking up, up, up at a... 24 or 25-year-old 19-year-old. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 19. <laughs> no, I was talking about Brown. I know Tatum's yeah, yeah. 19. But, uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, <laughs> the other thing I want to touch on too, just about the Boomers, was um, listening to a different podcast, Andrew Bogart's podcast, yep. Ro- Rogues with Bogues or yeah, whatever it's called. Uh, I haven't listened to that one too much. And I listened to the Austin Reeves, uh, uh, Austin Rivers. Yeah, That's yeah. good. So it was actually pretty funny um, to find out that, you know, you get invited to camp up in Cairns and whatnot, invitational only, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Del Vidova wasn't taking no for an answer, that he wasn't <laughs> a part of the original 15 or whatever it was. And he's like, no, nah, like, I'm coming to give it a crack. And <laughs> if you still don't think I'm worthy, you can tell me in person that, that I haven't been selected for the squad. Like, yeah, it's a pretty well. ballsy move, and I guess he's probably somewhat, I don't know, deserves... Definitely, deserves, 100%. Like, he was a part of that boomer's... Stage where they were building the yeah. boomers' culture. He was around for the bad days, and then he was there when we won the, the bronze. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I do get where he's coming from, but do you take it that far where you're like, no, like I'm coming well, if you haven't been given an invitation? The way I see it is, is like he's a part of the Australian basketball culture. Like as much as anyone wants to say, like he's won an NBA championship. He's played alongside LeBron James, who, which that championship he. Wasn't just sitting on the bench warming it. Like, he didn't get major minutes, but he still come on and had to make an impact in that it, short period of time. Which his, min- his minutes that he was playing were, were pretty impactful. Like, yeah, exactly. They, they weren't huge minutes, because but at that end of the, he at played that, a role. that stage of the season where it is the two best teams playing, you don't have any 
chances of slip ups for minutes or you can't just put in a scrub in there because then no. you'll just get absolutely pounded for it. Whereas he stood up and did what he needed to do. And again, talking about him and the Australian like basketball team, what he's done with them, he should have at least just been like, yeah, look, you didn't make the 15 man squad, but come along with the journey because we could use someone like you in the locker room. Just an experienced to guy to help out the yeah, likes yeah. of like Dyson Daniels and Xavier Cooks, Josh Kitty sure. who are all on their first boomers um, yep. camp really. Like, Paddy can and Joe and that can only do so much. You need a couple of those guys that and you know they're playing, so they're going to be getting frustrated or they're going to be thinking things differently. Whereas Delhi will be just on the side; he'll be able to see everything from a different point of view, and he can just come in and you know tell the boys what what's going on and stuff. And yeah, I think that's a little bit of political bullshit in that whatever is going on there. But I back it. Fuck it. Yeah. Go up the cans. Go up and. Um, What's the fucking oh, place I died? Gilligan's. R.I.P. Brado. R.I.P. Brado's soul's still up there. Oh, it's still a trigger the word cans for me. Oh, we'll have to go back for a revisit. Oh, ne- ne- we'll see. <laughs> Next camp. But um, have you got any ir- irrelevant news that you want to touch on? Um, irrelevant news. Irrelevant I've got news. I've got relevant news in terms to the podcast. Um, we are. We'll be heading to the Hobby Hangout on Sunday, the 14th of October. Um, We'll be holding a little store there. So if you are heading to the Hobby Hangout in Sydney, yeah, be sure to come up and say hello. We'll have plenty of cards for sale for those that are NBA collectors. Um, Yeah, we'll just have podcasts. chat. Yeah, podcast information, just nice like little meet and greet. Just getting getting the word out NBA fans and yeah, just getting the word out there. So we're not talking to nobody? Well, that's it. Rather than just speaking to the five friends that we have listening <laughs> on regular rotation. Oh, we hit, what did we hit, 50, I think, the other day? Yeah, we hit 50 the other yeah, day. I'll so take that. I'll yeah, take that. shout out to you all that are taking time out of the day to listen to us. But yeah, um, if you are into card collecting or just the hobby itself in terms of, um, yeah, sorry. Just, <laughs> it's a great time. Yeah. Yeah, well, we yeah, went down there last year, didn't last we? Last year or the year before. Yep. And yeah, it was, it was unreal. Had a little, it was like a, it's in the, the university. It's not there this time. That's so it was at the um, was University cool. of New South Wales last time. This time it's at the Roundhouse, which is in Ramwick. Yep. Dangerous because Ooh, it, it's on a Sunday. Could even go down on the Saturday spring carnival Ooh, time. Yeah. Yeah, no. Who am I kidding? The Maybe music. we can. I yeah, don't know. It could I'd, be still there. I don't know. It's I a re- business trip. I reckon the uh, <laughs> I reckon the keys would be changed. The locks would be changed to the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time no, I got no. home with the with the two young ones, but um. But yeah, so it, it is a good time. You know, there's it's all kinds of shit there. I, I I sold heaps of my cards really easily, and then when bought myself a Larry Bird signed jersey, the yeah. same in the same place. Yeah, you know? that's and right. They do live breaks. Um, like the bloke that we did work uh, did some breaks with Sebo. Yeah, ca- uh, uh, cash money breaks. Cash money breaks. Yeah, they he, do a live break. He did a live break, which he hit some really nice. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was a uh, Bill Russell uh, signatures, New York yeah, signature nice. that he hit yeah. that that day. Um, but yeah, it's just fun. They're selling, you know, if you're into your any kind of collectibles. They, I, I bought a little Tatum toy, which yeah, well, that's it. It's just not basketball. No, it's just cards. not cards. It's, it's yeah. not dominated by that's all. Yeah, there is actual NBA signed basketball, signed, um, signed jerseys, jerseys, like you said, little um, the pop vinyls, the figurines, yep, yep. Um, trading games. Posters, magazines, yeah. And back, like what I said before, if you want to sell cards, it's probably the easiest place to sell. Like, I'm pretty sure Cherry. Yeah, yeah. Cherry they have their own little store and they have a bloke there that is just buying in bulk. And like, it was literally like, I walked up to him with 10 cards and said, what do you, like, what could I get for this? And he yeah. goes, well, what do you want? And 
you being the good bloke, yeah, I just gave me a little whisper in the ear and said 500, 500. Yeah. And I was going to say like 200 or something. <laughs> I was like, no, and no, uh, worth, the bloke was like, looked through him and was like, yep, 500, here you go. Deal. Yeah. Watch your account, bang, bang, through. Straight through. So it's yeah. a good time. It's fun. A lot of good people down there just chatting, talking a lot of basketball, which is what we all love. And yeah. that's the reason why we're doing it. So Yeah, most definitely. Great time. So, yeah, that's that's what's coming up for us. That's in October. I will put a link in our Instagram um, that will take you to the Hobby Hangout um, website if, if, if you do want to buy tickets. Yep. The other thing, we have made a few couple of changes to the tipping competition. We're just going to make it a $50 entry and then we'll just divvy it up. There'll be like a winning prize and maybe, depending how many people we get into it, maybe like a top five or top ten yep. prize money. Oh, mate, it's um, hard, I don't know. I was, yeah, I don't know how you were going to put that together, but yeah. I was very impressed. Um, yeah, I, I, I it's think it's very was... different to you know other sports where teams only playing once a week. You know, yeah, you got some teams play four times a week. Yeah, well, that, there's games on every day, so I and think like the best eight way games a day too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the best way we, that we are going to do is that we found out that ESPN um, do actually run a competition, so we'll just yep. run it all through that. Yep. It will be a password on it, um, just so yeah, it's for the people only that have, that have paid entry and yep. just no, f- just for our community as such. Definitely, yeah, I'm definitely keen on that. Anything else? Or do we wrap it up on that note? No, I reckon that's that's a good chat. That's us. Good yarn. Only, only short one. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, forty minutes. 40 not minutes, too bad. Probably a couple of minutes of yeah, clipping, clipping out. The I can do that. I can do that tonight uh, yep. by watching the watching the ball. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So no, other than that, go boomers. Go Celtics and go Boomers, but most of all, go Celtics. And um, yeah, enjoy your day. We'll catch you guys soon. See See you guys. Bye.